Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy Tuesday to you. April 25th, 2023. How many of you are just fed up with speculation? I was just thinking about all of the different pontification that's going on online about Tucker. My inbox is filled with everyone from Glenn Beck to the Daily Wire. I mean, speculation after speculation after speculation. And in in the meantime, you've got some really nefarious things going on over in Sudan. Now you have labs that are involved. So, you know, you can kind of read the writing on the wall, potentially, and what could make its way back here stateside just in time for uh, the next selection of 2024. And so there's a lot going on, right? And, And I'm starting to see your online rhetoric turn into desperation more so than uh, than it has been over the past three years. And that concerns me. And so what I want to do instead of speculating, because honestly, if you think about it, speculation is really nothing more than gossip. That's all it is because no one knows why, really why Tucker's show was canceled. Why was he let go? You can speculate, you can put two and two together, you you could assume that Dominion's suit and their settlement and Paul Ryan and, and Murdoch and all, all of the people, all the powers that be, right, all, all of these folks have some type of a, a, of, a, of a vested interest in making sure that the fourth branch of government gets their way when it comes to silencing dissent. You could do that, but we are not 1,000% sure that that's what happened, now are we? And until someone comes forward with the actual evidence, to me, it's a waste of my energy and my time and yours to try to figure something out that is that is just not, you don't have all of the pieces to the puzzle. And, and what does it add to your life? What does it add to your life? Does it add one single thing? You know, Christ asked Everyone, what what does it add to your life to worry? What can you add to your life? Well, I tell you a few things you can add to your life by worrying. Um, congestive heart failure, heart attacks, strokes, um, digestive tract issues, um, arthritis, autoimmune disorders. I mean, you name it. When, when your cortisol drips, right? Hormonal imbalances, lack of sleep, lack of sex drive, lack of joy, peace, righteousness, all of it, all of that. That's why worry is actually a sin because it is falling short of the glory and we're commanded not to worry. Amen. And so as you see the dollar, uh, by all accounts, as some of us have been shouting from the rooftops for a while, the dollar looks as if it is going to you know, continue to plunge. 
Um, to, to what extent, who knows, but do you really want to take a chance with your retirement and your savings? Nope. Didn't think so. So please go to www.monicaprotectswithgold.com today and simply inquire about how to hedge your life savings and your retirement and or a Roth IRA or all three. You can also spot purchase there as well. So I highly encourage you to do that so you can stop worrying latently or otherwise about what's going on with the economy. You have a hedge so that no matter what goes on, here's what you do know. Every country threatening to leave the dollar is backing their currency with gold. There are billions of dollars of gold that are like missing. So, so what does that tell you? So Russia backing with gold, the Saudis backing with gold. So, so people are anyone included in, in BRICS backing with gold, right? So I don't know what we're doing. We may actually, there may come a time when, when we get back to where we were in the past. What was that? 1931. I mean, it was a minute. Wasn't seventy one, no, but way back when, in the way back when time machine, uh, the way back when machine, um, you know, it was illegal for you to have gold. So I'm not suggesting that you, you know, have a footlocker filled with gold. Although I know plenty of my friends who do, um, who have served because that's they understand whenever it all goes to hell in a handbasket, it literally just implodes. And you don't have time to make a trip to the bank. And the chances of all things digital working, you know, uh, perfectly for a short period of time, I believe, might, you might find that difficult. So, you know, wouldn't you rather know that a company that has sold over a billion dollars and handled over a billion dollars worth of transfers to gold is someone that you can trust with your retirement, your savings. And that's MonicaProtectsWithGold.com. I want to read something to you today that I hope, I know it will inspire you. I don't, ha- I don't have to hope. I know it will. And you know how I know? Because it is the word of life. That's how I know it will inspire you. Now, in as much as you meditate upon it, right, day and night we are told to meditate, to consider the word of our creator. Amen. And considering most people do not read their Bibles, and even if it has been revised and all the thing. I get all of your objections in my emails. I get it. Then do your own word researches. And if you spent half as much time re- just reading the Bible as you do objecting to it, your lives might look completely different than they do right now. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, even in the revised edition, good old King James or whichever rendition edition you go by, or rendition, um, I I would I would suggest that you, you know, put your objections to the side. Not to say, you know, you don't go in with your eyes wide open, but if you're going to research something, then at least research it with an open heart and an open mind. I challenge you to bring all of your objections and see if one by one, Father himself, whenever you're earnestly seeking him, if he does not, mount a campaign to systematically dismantle this this little colony of objections that some of you have created in your minds, these webs of objections uh, around your hearts, 
to keep your heart, your hearts hardened as opposed to coming in like a child, which we know we will in no wise enter in unless we come like a child. So I want to read something to you. It's the first thing that I woke up to this morning from the, I forgot I even uh, subscribed to this, but apparently I do. Um, and it is um, the Passion Translation. And this was absolutely beautiful. Actually, maybe I got it yesterday. Yeah, and I think I just happened, because it's in another email account that I don't check very often, but um, I am going to have this moved over to my daily account. But this was so beautiful, I have to share it with you, because I'm hoping that this will take you into your evening, and it'll take you into sweet sleep, and, and it will encourage you to get off of those mediums that are causing your heart to fail you. Being on Twitter, being on Facebook, in the news cycle, whatever that is now, um, you are in a spin cycle, no pun intended. And there's only so much of that the human heart has been wired to be able to endure on a consistent basis. There's only so much of that your mind can endure. And you may think you have a strong constitution, and you may have poo-pooed everybody and you've got all the answers and you're trusting the plan or you don't trust anything, you're going to just pack it all up, move out to the woods and live off of MREs, you know, whatever your stellar plan of action is to, you know, guard your heart and your mind, guarantee you, again, it is not as stellar as surrendering your heart and your mind to only consuming things that feed your soul. Because on some level, I promise you, it is affecting you. It is 1,000% affecting you. It's affecting how you see yourself, how you see God, how you see your neighbors, some of you, how you see your family members, how they see you. And if they see you in some kind of a weird way, that affects you. Amen? So all of this, this, all of these trials, this war that we are in, and it is a war on, on... I was speaking with a very dear friend of mine earlier today who is just ugh, worn slap out from everything that he's endured, you know, through a Trump administration, through, you know, just life, right? And he's been involved in politics for a very long time. Stellar human being. Love him immensely. lot of respect for him. Does great, great work. And we're just talking about the toll that this climate takes on people. And I said, you know, I want, to, I want to encourage you in something, that you have to care for your soul because you are our greatest resource. And while I may in fact be black-pilled that we have fallen into captivity as a nation because we have, you don't have to have a compass to see that. You don't have to have you know, some intelligence inside track to see that you can see it with your own two eyes. If your if your discernment meter is on at all. And if you're not living in denial, and if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know that since I've been on these airwaves, I've always said in order to know where you're going, you have to begin with where you are, (laughs) where you be. Where is you right now? Where is your location right now? You pilots know how important that is. Amen. Where are you in proximity to your terrain? 
called politics and governance. And, you know, you'd be surprised how many people have no clue what's going on. They're just out there charging other credit cards. They don't know. And then they're going to be coming for you to pay off their debts. And then you're going to pay more because companies won't, you know, they're not going to eat that. They won't eat those debts as write-offs. It won't happen. So the it always passes on to the consumer. So, you know, it's better that people get educated on these things and get honest about where we are. And as a nation, we have been taken into captivity on a number of levels. But that's not the black pill that says, oh, it's all over. No, I don't believe that for a second. I do not subscribe to that. I'm not a doomsdayer. I'm also not sitting kicked back in my recliner with a bag of Cheetos waiting for Christ to return. Right? Oh, well, we know who wins in the end. You know how some of y'all are. You just, we know, Monica, God wins. Hashtag God wins. It makes me absolutely bananas. And so it's like, yeah, okay, and how does God win? I mean, there's a reason he imparted his Holy Spirit to you. Right? Yeah, Holy Spirit's not dead. God is not dead. That was a great movie. But the Holy Spirit's not dead either. So if he's still living large and in charge, and you know, y'all know how you love to say God's still on the throne, Monica. I'm like, okay. Yeah, he is. You're right. And I'm sure he's looking down at from his throne going, uh, okay, where are you, Sally? Where are you, Steve? Where are you, Shaquan? Where are you guys at? Like, like I imparted my spirit to you. Where are you? Why are you sitting around waiting on me to do it all? Amen. So I want to read something to you. This is how it goes. This is so good. I hear a whisper. Today is my gift to you. Don't fear the future. And stop living in the past. Neither of these things must have lordship over your life. I am the God of timeless eternity, but I give you one day at a time. I release the time you need to heal, to laugh, to ponder, to work, to rest, to love. Today is my gift to you. Let me work out tomorrow's details. All I ask is to be present in what's before you today. If there are details to be ironed out, do it with me in my peace. Don't become so focused on tomorrow that you miss the grace I've given for today. Today is my gift to you. Embrace it fully. If today is meant to bring healing for the past, then you must submit to the healing that today has. Don't live in yesterday's trauma. Don't yearn for yesterday's blessing. Laugh for every reason you can find today. Dance like a child. Love more intensely. Forgive quickly and unreservedly. Time will continue passing, but if you'll take it one day at a time, my grace will meet you. And Matthew 6.34 is the Passion Translation, is refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of of itself. That's Matthew 6:34 and that is the the passion translation. What I just read to you was called I hear his whisper written by Brian Simmons and Gretchen Rodriguez. And I found this 
on the Passion Translation uh, site. And it is, if you have to listen to that every morning, I want to encourage you to do exactly that. And if I have to get on these airwaves every single morning to remind myself and to remind you, then, and to read this, then I will. Because it's that important to where you are as a person and where we are as a nation. It is that important. It doesn't mean that we aren't aware of what's happening. It means that we choose to enter into his rest. And we do that by taking all of our traumas, all of our disappointments, all of our losses is is another word for trauma for me personally, my ministry. Because when there's a trauma, you lose something. Whether it's your innocence, your peace, your joy, trust, your health. Trauma always involves loss. Always. Your safety, your feeling of safety, right? It always involves loss. And so reconciling those losses to the cross and to Father and to Son and to Holy Ghost and really looking at them for what they are, right? And not looking back in such a way of, oh man, the good old days. That is a way of checking out. That is a way of climbing back into your Jesus recliner of your emotions and longing and yearning. It's stoicism at its finest and stoicism is not good. And it is absolutely not good. Stoicism will keep you completely disconnected in your soul while running your mouth on social media, thinking that you're, or looking down on everyone else on social media, thinking that you're, you're good. You're good. You're straight. Solid. Solid as a rock, Monica. I got this. And probably, I don't know, anywhere from three to six months from now, my DMs will be filled with people like you. Who believe that? Monica, what do we do now? Wait, wait, Monica, what are you thinking? I'm like, the same thing I was thinking three years ago. I mean, I get just as flustered as the rest of you, believe me. Um, but we cannot afford, I cannot afford, and neither can you, uh, to allow it to take to set up resident, residence in my soul. Can't do it. This is my soul. This is my territory, my jurisdiction, and you have yours. Amen. And so worry is not of our kingdom. It's just not. And and notice how anytime David was sweating bullets, King David, he just took his petitions to father and was like, here's what's up. That's how we end up with all of the Psalms. So whether he was totally freaked out because he wasn't sure if he was going to win something or if he should even go into battle or crap, what do I do now? This crazy man's chasing me and I know I'm not supposed to kill him because you're, he's your anointed. Um, you know, as you get older, you know, when he was a young boy, he's like, give me the slingshot. I got this. Like, I'm tired of this dude running his mouth. It's giant. I got it. I got it. I've, I've trained up for this. I've been in the backside of the desert. None of y'all believe in me anyway. I got this. And boom, it was done. Just stones of steel. Young, young boy. Right? That's why, that's why we sign up the young folks to go put on the uniform and go, you know, take out bad guys. Because they're just, they're courageous. Well, at least our past generations have been, but... I don't know what we're breeding now within our military ranks other than cross-dressers and, you know, everybody thought it was cute watching MASH, right? (laughs) I used to love MASH, so now I'm like, "Mm, maybe we shouldn't have made that such a hit show Uh, because now the joke's on us. Now everybody wants to be, you know, a cross-dresser. What was his name? We had Klinger. Was it Klinger? Yeah, Klinger, right. And so 
now everybody wants to wear, you know, shoes and heels and carry handbag. And it was all fun and games until it, it makes up our entire, and even brass within our ranks in the military. I mean, can you imagine just a little, just bear with me because I often, oftentimes I will sit and ponder what our adversaries, I won't refer to them as enemies. I'll refer to them as adversaries because your enemy today can be your frenemy tomorrow and the enemy of your enemy is your friend. So I'll refer to them as our adversaries, right? Because being adversarial about something, there's always room for negotiation and you can come back to the table and maybe not necessarily be, you know, country mates, but, but, but at least you're capable of finding common ground, which equals quote peace, at least for a certain period of time. Amen. There's my Monica's war college thinking. So in the spirit realm and and here on earth, but I'll refer to them as our adversaries, right? Can you imagine, can you imagine the conversations that go on between Putin and his cabinet (laughs) and between the Saudis and, 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 and the Brits? Can, Can you, well, yeah, the Brits are just as bad off as we are. But can you imagine the Chinese, for God's sakes? Can you imagine what those what those meetings entail? Just the the level of pride they must feel for having infiltrated our entire ecosystem, and we let it happen. We let it happen. When I say we, I'm referring to the church. We one thousand percent let it happen. I was called a homophobe because I and was nearly taken off the air eight years ago, right? Whenever I started for championing, uh, you know, our state's religious freedom act um, and wanting to pass that legislation, it was a mess. Corporations got involved. That was our first clue, but the churches got involved to slam people like me who are saying, listen, this is an industrial complex. This is, this is, this is not the church needs to stand on godly principles and precepts, standards, period, end of story, full stop. And if you can't do that without giving up your C3, then give up the C3. But people are, we're not going to do that. They're not going to do it now. Can you imagine someone accusing you of being afraid of gay people? (laughs) Or, or transsexuals, <laughs> cross-dressers. I mean, phobic? Come on. There's got to be a better term. I don't know. Then they run into hate, right? Then it's, well, you just, you're just mean. You just hate people. Nope. Not even remotely true. I simply stand on the truth. And I realize the truth is divisive. But but it he said himself that he didn't come, he didn't come to bring peace. <laughs> so... Uh, anytime you speak the truth and there are lies abounding, uh, one of them is going to have to go. And trust me when I tell you the truth will always stand. So with that, can you imagine the conversations that our adversaries have regarding our military capabilities? I mean, we are legitimately the laughing stock of the world. We are. And I know that enrages some of you and it, and it, you know, it it should, it it should to an extent anger you, but to a greater and more potent extent, and in a more landscape altering extent, it should humble us. It should humble us, because the only reason 
we've been allowed to be taken into captivity is because it's been allowed. The only reason we are the laughing stock, some of you think, oh, it's just incompetence, Monica. You give the federal government too much credit. I'm like, mm, no, this is way too coordinated. <laughs> this isn't just gross incompetence or gross negligence. No, I, I realize the government, you know, if one's scratching the elbow and the other one's scratching the butt, neither one of them know that they have the scratching ability. I get it. I, I really do understand that operationally, that the left hand rarely knows what the right's doing. And if they do, somebody's plotting to do something different right in the middle of it. I get it. I really do. But that's not what this is. This is an absolute spiritual and sociopolitical takedown. But it begins in the spirit. And so with that, it should humble us before our Father, not those who want to lord over us, but it should humble us before our Father and asking how do we get this thing back on track. And I promise you, as sure as you hear the sound of my voice, the very first thing he would say is, love me with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. Because he promises to do that for us. That too is in your Bible. He promises to love us with all of his heart and all of his strength and his soul. It's right there in the word. I mean, that's a powerful statement. When I first read that, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never read that before. It was beautiful. So it's like, it's not this linear one-sided relationship. It's not just a one-way street. Not at all. On the contrary. He gave everything for you. Amen. For you. For you. Like, take that in. He gave everything for you. And so if you want to take the country back, you have to start with yourself. It does not begin outside of your own mirror. It just doesn't. And I know that really frustrates the fire out of some of you. And if you're on, if you're cool and, and you're good with the Lord and you're living a life of, you know, obedience and humility and sobriety, spiritually speaking, as well as not being a drunk, hopefully. But if you are, you know, get some help for that. I would highly encourage you to go restored coaching.org and, um, and, and learn about yourself, your father, your enemy. Learn about proper living and order and a blessed life, which you have been promised. We have all been promised a blessed inheritance as children of the Most High, not dependent or contingent upon a rogue government. Our blessings are way beyond that. But there are standards and there are requirements. And so I want to encourage you, you, my dear, are this country's greatest resource. And I don't know if anyone is telling you that regularly or who actually believes it enough to tell you, but I'll tell you, and I mean it, you are our greatest resource. So whatever you've got going on, whether it's fear, terror, dread, accusation, guilt, shame, whatever all that is, and you don't know your heavenly father because you're not in the word, you think you have a relationship with him because you said amen when you were five. Somebody dunked you in the water or sprinkled you on your little forehead, whatever. You took your first communion, and now you go for confession and your wafer, and, and, and you're good, right? 
But if you have not been consistently pouring your heart out before your Heavenly Father and really reconciling the accounts of your life on the daily and walking after His precepts and His standards, then it's it's time to, to consider that one of the reasons that the country is the way that it is is because people are not doing exactly that. And we are now, not me, hopefully not you, but the, the nation at large is now subject to the gods that are. And you see them writhing. I, I don't, you don't have to be a Bible scholar to know that. Look at education. Look at the military industrial complex. Look at the economy. Look at the federal government as a whole. Look at the sports industrial complex. Look at the um, gay industrial complex. Look at the trans people taking over your schools and your uh, classrooms through child, quote, child protective services. Look at the battle you have on your hands raising little people. Look at Hollywood. Don't tell me that the lowercase g gods are not writhing. Because they are. And we are the only ones that continue to feed them. So we all have choices. Amen. And so with that, I'm going to leave you with, again, an admonition to please protect what's yours. Protect your soul above all things. Protect your guard your heart above all things, for out of it flow the issues of life. Amen. And your heart is affected by what you hear and by what you see. So please spend time feeding your souls with healthy, healthy dialogue, with realistic dialogue and problem-solving dialogue. It's okay to understand the position we're in and that you might be in personally, but it doesn't mean you're stuck there. But you got to get honest about where you are, where we are as a nation. You got to get honest about that. And from that point, we head for our knees, we, our heads are raised high, looking to our Father for answers, for discernment, for ingenuity, new ideas. There's no reason to be afraid, afraid of AI and technology and all of this mark of the beast stuff. Good grief, people are so nuts with all of that. You know, COVID's the mark of the beast and they can... Okay, well, fine. All right, fair. But have you read your Bible with regard to poisons and, you know, of ill effect? For people of faith who are actually walking righteously? I mean, have you, you know, no, most people have not, which is why billions of people signed up for, uh, you know, got in line for a, a jab that was not approved, was not even studied other than how it can actually kill people. <laughs> so, uh, you know, or, or the, the virus itself. So if there even is a virus, see, I mean, there's that, right? There's all kind again, there's all kinds of speculation out there, but you know, I know many of you have lost your loved ones. Was it the flu? Was it COVID? I have no idea. And you don't either, to be honest with you, because so many of your physicians, again, the medical industrial complex, that's another God that is writhing around right now, right? Whatever happened to believing that he heals all of our diseases and he forgives all of our sins, all of our diseases, all of our diseases. But there are standards that go along with your healing, 
You know, be holy as your Father in heaven is holy. Well, Monica, there's only one perfect human being. Yeah, I know, I hear you. That's why we have an advocate. We have we have a defense attorney in the heavens. When we fall, when we take our daily accounts and our reconciliations, and we find that, you know, our scales are a little wanting, that's when we petition the heavenly courts for forgiveness. And what does the word say? You are forgiven. His justice is executed. You are forgiven through the mercy seat of Christ. And then you are washed from all unrighteousness. Amen. So whatever comes with your sin du jour is is washed. That's beautiful, man. Like that's hopeful. That's what I want to focus on because because we do have a lot of things to a lot of people to care for in this world while we're here. We have a lot of things to accomplish. So guard your heart above all things. Guard your ear gates and your eye gates. And be ye holy as your Father in heaven is holy. That's what we are admonished to do. That's the track we're supposed to be on. <sighs> anyway, I love you. Be back with you guys tomorrow. Have a good evening. Enjoy yourselves. Go make love to your spouse. Do something different for a change. Kiss your kids goodnight. Give them a bath. You know, do things that you haven't done in a while to be a parent and a great spouse. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.